You are now listening to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast, a podcast that promotes self-care for entrepreneurs. Breathe in, breathe out, relax, tune in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And today we have a special guest, and her name is Victoria West. She's actually a Canadian author and poet of Romanian descent. Her latest release, Sunset in Toronto, is currently available on Amazon right now. Sunset in Toronto will stir your emotions and connect you to experience that connect us all. West's collection of sincere and honest poems explores different themes of life. Sunset in Toronto is divided into three different parts, feelings, experiences, and then places. And the poems describe the author's own life experiences from childhood to present day. So it's descriptions of love, family, loss, grief, disillusionment, immigration, and how this shapes her place in the world. Some of the poems are brought to life by photographs from the author's personal archives. And as life tells us, our experiences are a part of who we are and the choices we are are a part of us for better or worse. So these poems in Sunset for Toronto portray an honest and sensitive look into these experiences. So welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Um, Hello uh, to both of you and thank you for having me. And I'm great. Thank you. I hope you're uh, doing great as well. Yay. So I'm so glad you could join us today. And I'm sure our audience will love if you could tell us a little bit about how did you even get into poetry and actually being able to publish and becoming a real author? I started writing quite a long time ago in 2010. And between 2010 and 2020, I wrote about fashion. I attended fashion events in Toronto, such as Toronto Fashion Week every season. Uh, Toronto International Film Festival and fashion events related to that festival, to the film festival, different fashion collection events, different collection lunches, meeting designers, meeting different personalities from the fashion world, and being an active presence on Toronto fashion scene. So as I was attending all these beautiful and enchanting events, and I enjoyed being a part of it, I also wrote about my fashion experiences and about what I uh, witnessed on on, uh, Toronto fashion scene on my blog that I started in 2010. At the time, it was called fashionstylebeautyandmore.blogspot.com, which later became victoriawas.net. So for 10 years, I wrote about fashion. And in 2013, I published my first book, which is uh, a book dedicated to fashion. It's called Bits of Fashion, and it's a collection of fashion essays and interviews. So that was in 2013, my first book. And then I continued uh, writing about fashion up until 2020 when Corona happened. And I started working from home just like as many other people. And my social life downsized nearly to zero. I, for the last two years, I worked entirely from home. 
And to be honest, I no longer attended any more fashion events because there were any more fashion events to attend. Everything went quiet on Toronto fashion scene. So I switched my writing attention to poetry. This is during 2020, I started thinking more about poetry. I started reading poetry books and reading those poetry books and discovering those poets and their voices made me feel inspired starting writing my own poetry. So this is how I started writing poetry in um, toward the end of 2020. Uh, 2020. So uh, I, I kept writing about fashion, but not as uh, involved uh, in the actual fashion scene as before. But I started writing more poetry. And um, I loved reading many uh, poetry books. I loved discovering all these amazing voices in, in the modern poetry. Uh, and I started writing my uh, own poems until I wrote enough of them to make a book. So this is how my second book, Sunset in Toronto, came to life. The, the book came out in October 2021. It took me about one year to write it. So as you already mentioned for your audience, it has three parts, feelings, experiences, and places. And all together, it's a collection of 100 poems, which are included, divided into three parts. And um, uh, after a year of writing poetry, I was ready, I was ready to publish my, year, my book of poetry. And here it is. I uh, published it via Kindle Direct Publishing with Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it went out last October, and I have been working on promoting it ever since and trying to make my work known to the world. So this is my story of me as a writer and a poet. Yes, I love that you took that time to yourself to create something, you know, because you, did, you yes. couldn't do anything during that um, time, but you decided to create something that will last a lifetime and that you can pass down to people. So I wanted to ask you, like, what made you decide to do the three different sections and name them those three different things? It's an interesting question, and I love when people ask me that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the true story of the three sections is that it came to me as I was writing the book, mm -hmm. not necessarily at the beginning when I started writing. So I first started writing my poems and I was adding them to the um, uh, main manuscript and I was writing them as inspiration came to me and each poem was touching on a different theme something that made me feel inspired on that particular day when I wrote it and then I had this bouquet of poems touching on different themes and inspired by different moments from my life by different experiences from my life so after a while, after I had a few dozens of poems, or maybe half, I started seeing these distinct three parts in them. So this is when I decided to make the book of three parts. And I, I saw this main theme in each group of poems. And I, I could, you know, just like a sculptor, the sculptor has a piece of wood in front of him mm -hmm. or a piece of stone. And then he sees the the sculpture, and then he proceeds with the with actually creating it. And for me, it was a little bit the other way around. I first created, and then I saw how would be the best way to to 
group the poems in my uh, book. So the three uh, uh, the three uh, parts came to me after I had already written part of my book, and I could group those poems that I had written by that into these parts. And th at that time, I decided, uh, I would say about half through the writing of the book, that I would like the book to be grouped in these three parts, feelings, experiences, and uh, um, places. Yes, I love when people talk about their creative process because everybody's process is different. Um, you said yours came to me while you was like writing. Right. And for me, I get like, visual visions visualizations and I just thoughts just come into my mind and I just have to grab a pen and paper and I have to write and then sometimes I even have like a out-of-body experience like mm -hmm. I am literally creating and I don't even realize what I created until afterwards it's like I, I created that like I wrote that yeah, that's <laughs> so, it's, so it's I love to hear people's creative processes and how they get to their you know art because that's what it is at the end of the day it's art Yes. And one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that, you know, you're, you said you were writing about your story, things you're going through, your feelings, your experiences, your places that you've been. So I just want to know, like, how do you incorporate that self-care and writing about things that are on your heart, but also like, you know, making sure it's interesting or do you not worry about that? Like, how does that work? Like making sure you know, you're not just telling a story that you think is good, but that you feel like your audience will also think is good. Like, how do you choose which memories or stories, feelings, experiences to put into the poems? It's also a big part of the creative process, at least in my case. And uh, the, the way how I choose is I love writing about positive experiences in my life. And I like passing on onto that that positive message that I hope to convey in my poem. And that's one criteria to choose the experiences that I, uh, uh, that I, let, it, that I let be my inspiration. Uh, sometimes I even had to tap into my uh, memory to search for uh, old memories and old experiences to let them resurface to nowadays so that I can dip into them in order to to write my poem and in order to use it as an inspiration for my poem. But the bottom line is I like to use the, uh, the positive experiences from my life and put them into uh, a creative process, into a book, into a collection of poems, because I hope the, um, the readers will, uh, will relate to that, uh, to that positive message and to the beautiful experiences that I'm sharing with my audience. So, you know, in, instead of um, uh, writing about uh, some experiences that could perceive the traumatizing, I prefer to go with the positive message in my poetry. I like that because so many people think that when you express yourself and tell about your life, that it has to come from a trauma-based place. And I overcame this. I went through this. And now look at me now. But no, it, it, there needs to be a balance. There, there should be a balance of positive and negative, just like in life. So I love that you chose to take the positive route instead of, you know, just writing about maybe the traumas and challenges that you went through in your life. 
So I want to ask you, like, what was the experience like for you? What was like the different experience from writing about fashion and then writing about your personal life? Like, did it bring about different feelings when you was writing about writing about both your projects? Uh, so um, I um, selected some of my childhood experiences the, that I uh, wrote in uh, my my book. And uh, just to refer to what you mentioned a second ago about the balance between the positive and negative experiences, I dedicated my book of poetry to my mother, whom I lost uh, to heart disease six years ago. And um, um, I think this is where I struck that balance. Uh, between the positive and negative, still turning it into a positive message because the pain that I felt when I lost my mother was a negative experience. And what I tried to do with it is to turn it into a, a positive outcome that that helped me process my, my pain and helped me deal with it. So uh, a, a number of poems in the book are dedicated to my mother, and that was my way to deal with my pain, not just when it happened six years ago, but also my entire process of healing that I have gone through since her passing up until today, six uh, years later, or two years ago when I started writing the book. And it's it was my way to to heal, my way to, to process the pain, and my way to uh, help me uh, leave that pain behind and move on and um, uh, come to peace with the loss that I uh, suffered. And um, these poems that uh, that um, uh, in the book that are dedicated to my mother and that tap into that pain that I felt, I think many people would relate to that because it is about losing a parent or losing your parents, which unfortunately is something that is inevitable to all of us. So we will learn to deal with it one way or another. And each of us has his or her own process of healing and uh, their own journey, how to, to deal with the pain and come to peace with it. So that was for me, that negative part, uh, which, were, which I hope I found the balance with the positive one by turning it into a positive outcome. And the positive outcome for me here is the fact that I found my way to heal my pain and put it behind me and move on. Wow, that's powerful. I feel like, you know, writing is something that's definitely therapeutic for me too. I feel like that, you know, typically right now I just journal, but I do think that it's value in sharing your story and maybe one day I'll write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, it's a way to be having your story live on and your legacy or just things about yourself. So I feel like it's valuable, especially for, you know, if you have kids or when you want future generations to understand the times, like what you were going through in these times. And then you also said you were a fashion blogger. So I wanted to ask you about that. Like, that seems like a career that it probably would be hard to get into. So can you tell some of our audience about like, how do you get into the fashion industry and getting invited to events? And, you know, e even if it's not fashion, just blogging, how do you make that profitable? Uh, so when I started blogging about fashion, even the blogging um, media was a little bit different in 2010 than it is now. But for someone who would like to start now, I would say a couple of um, advice that I uh, could give is, Find a unique voice to uh, to write 
your fashion blog a unique perspective that would help you stand out from the other uh, fashion bloggers. And in order to get attended, in order to get invited to different events, I have to admit it's not an easy thing to break that ice. But there are a few tricks that uh, can be uh, um, applied here. Uh, for me, for example, what worked for me is I started attending fashion events by searching them online. They would be uh, there are different fashion forums and uh, uh, different um, uh, fashion sources that announce various events in your area. Even Eventbrite probably is one of those places where you can find events and uh, register to attend such events. Another way to uh, to do that is to attend those events that charge uh, an entrance fee because most of the time it is an affordable fee so it wouldn't it wouldn't break anyone's uh, bank but once there once on that scene it's a great opportunity for you to network with other people to meet other fashion uh, professionals to meet uh, other uh, uh, fashion lovers and writers and uh, everyone on on the fashion scene so that's another way to do that and also a great way to make connections is to build a relationship with the pr professionals and it's enough one of them to to get in contact with you or uh, or uh, start building a relationship with with one of them that the word of mouth then goes around and then you will get the opportunity to meet other pr professionals and they will connect you with their brands of their fashion of, of their clients who are fashion designers fashion professionals celebrities on the fashion scene and so on so just a few tips that worked for me back in 2010 when i started it may be different now, but the basics are more or less the same. So, um, yeah, and um, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to contact people. Don't be afraid to show what you can do, what you're doing. Um, don't be afraid what you've got to show and so on, uh, to, to show that. And um, the things will take off from there. Yes, I love that. As you were talking... I kept hearing intentional. It seemed like he was very intentional about the steps and relationships and events that you were going to. And you went there with a purpose and you wasn't going just to be going or going just to have a good time. Yeah, that was a byproduct of it. But you had the intention of like building your brand, building your business, being your building your relationships and reputation with the people that you saw yourself working with. So I love that. I don't have anything else to add, but I do want to leave with a quote or an affirmation, if you want to say. But the affirmation is, my positive thoughts guide me to new heights. So, you know, when she was talking about, like, using this opportunity to write about positive things, the affirmation came to my mind. So I just wanted to leave out on that affirmation. Sounds great, yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate it talking to you. We really appreciate learning about your book, Sunset in Toronto. Audience, definitely go get it. Go check it out if you enjoy poetry or if you just want to get into more about, you know, feelings and experiences of, you know, Victoria West. And can you please tell our audience where they can find you on social media? Yes, so uh, I can be found on Instagram, and my handle is 
Victoria West and Books with underscore in between words. Also, I can be found on Facebook. I have a page on Facebook that's called Writer Victoria West, and it can be easily found if you simply search in Facebook uh, search box Victor Writer Victoria West, or it can also be easily found by typing facebook.com slash Writer Victoria West. And these two are my main uh, social media handles. I also have my uh, blog, my website, victoriawest.net, and uh, I update all the news on the blog as they come along. And um, um, it's uh, easily found as well. My, my book is also can be seen on Amazon um, simply by searching Victoria West Sunset in Toronto. And the book is available in both print and Kindle editions. Kindle is uh, part of Kindle Unlimited. And uh, the book is available, actually, both of my books, also Bits of Fashion, uh, on all Amazon sites around the world, but definitely on Amazon.com and Amazon.ca, of course. Yes. Thank you. Definitely go follow her, check her out, and, you know, stay updated with her latest books and creations. And also make sure you go follow us and our social media pages. Our name is at 21 Minutes or Less on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And then you can go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at MissBud521, M-I-S-S. Yes. And thank you so much for joining our episode today. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.